0: Welcome to the Dharma Spring. From the Dao De Jing, Chapter 8. Lofty nobility is like water. Water's nobility is to enrich the 10,000 things and yet never strive. It just settles through places people everywhere loathe. Therefore, it's nearly way. Dwelling's nobility is earth. Mind's nobility is empty depth. Giving's nobility is humanity. Word's nobility is sincerity. Government's nobility is accord. Endeavor's nobility is ability. Action's nobility is timing. When you never strive, you never go wrong. And then the footnote humanity with a capital H, and that's a Confucian virtue, which means to. um, Well, I can look it up. I thought I could do it <laughs> off the cuff, but I have to look at the words. Uh, to act with a selfless and reverent concern for the well-being of others. So it's nice to have that definition, you know. <laughs> if you think just humanity, we can look at the vast landscape or hum- humanscape and go, "Ugh, what?" But so that particular humanity, selfless and reverent care for all beings. Um, so yesterday we worked with this in the morning and then I noticed Well, when I went upstairs immediately afterwards and sat down, had the book in my hand there was just a feeling of huh and that huh for me was in a way I noticed maybe this verse was wanting to be met in a way that didn't quite happen for me, you know, not a, not talking about the whole group gathering, but for me, it's like, huh, what happened? Because when I first read it the day or so prior, there was that resonance and something um, that just went, ah, yeah, and that wasn't there as fully after, after our morning session. So I got curious about that. Um, I also noticed, you know, this is that book that I read 30 years ago or so, and it kind of turned my life in a particular direction because of a deep resonance with it that had to do more than just this philosophy and these ideas um, offered. There was something beneath them much deeper, I think I can say now, but back then I didn't even know it was just something like, whoa. <laughs> And um, it's kind of what I felt the first time I read it the day or so prior to yesterday. So um, I got curious about, well, what is that? And then just looking at it in general, you know, this isn't officially a koan. It's something from uh, a reading, a writing that could be and often is taken as philosophy. And so, when we meet something like that, we can just stay in that realm. It can be, oh, this is just philosophy. I can just stay in that realm. And not that there's nothing to be offered in that realm, but it, the, what I felt yesterday was like, the the verse isn't satisfied with being left in such a place. <laughs> and we can do that with koans too. They're not as not always so easy to. Um, see as philosophy because they can be confounding and confusing and um, not so elegant and straightforward as some some other things. But we could be looking for what's the philosophy what's the meaning here and, and leave it there and the koans don't want to do that. I can also get into a place of keeping it in a, in a self-referential place meaning I like this I don't like this that's not doing anything for me. Oh, it's great. Um, well, here's my opinion about it, and things like that, which come up naturally for... I mean, that's those things happen. And I think the thing is not to stay there, not just let it stay in the self-referential realm. So I can notice when I have an opinion about it, favorable or unfavorable, or sometimes if I'm arguing with the koan, <laughs> arguing with what's said, well, that that's kind of not the invitation and I'm keeping it in a it's about me or not about me or you know keeping it in that self-referential realm and so when I just um went upstairs and had that huh feeling opened up the book and read it I was like well what what would you like you know not a thought out thought that was just my approach of meeting the verse with this idea of what would you like me to do how would you like to be met and that's Partly, or maybe that was the spark, the initial thing that the email I sent out earlier today with some suggestions of how to work with this were along the lines of exactly that. I didn't spell it out in the email, but don't let just, you know, meet this more deeply, more directly, let it into you, let it into me, find other expressions and what that's like. So I was just reading, especially through that middle part with all those nobilities that are listed And I just noticed this thing came up of, what's one word that I would say sums up that one line for me? So this isn't about what it's about, just for me, when I read that line, what's the one word that comes up? And then I noticed those words came rather easily and quickly, and they were also accompanied by a sensation Um, mental and physical perhaps. So I'm just going to share you know the journey of that experiment um, that's continuing on. And I've got my list in the book here so let me just first I'll just read the the verse and the one word that came up and then I'll well we'll see then I'll come back around and describe the sensation that was accompanying it although that may find its way in despite despite my idea of what I'm going to do. Um, so dwelling's nobility is earth, grounded. Mind's nobility is empty depth, open. Giving's nobility is humanity, expanding. Word's nobility is sincerity, simple. Government's nobility is accord. Understanding. And the footnote there is understanding as a verb, not as, oh, I have understanding, but I'm in the act of understanding. Yeah? In the activity of it. Well, then, endeavor, Endeavor's nobility is ability. Alive. Action's nobility is timing. Dance. Yeah, so those were the the words that came from me to show how I'm relating to this, how it's relating to me. So with that first one, grounded, dwellings, nobility is earth. I just noticed when I met it like that, I had this feeling of just sinking into where I was right there. My, My shoulders dropped and even any kind of tension that I might have been somewhere in me released and just kind of ah, falling down so that's that's what brought forth or accompanied the word grounded and then mind's nobility is empty depth open and this was open as in not a command like open not a verb it was open just open spacious wide but open is the word that was there that empty depth well, open, yeah. Um, then giving's nobility is humanity. The feeling there was really just, it was of getting beyond myself, getting out to the 10,000 things, to that, you know, that self, as the footnote says, the self, selfless and reverent care for all things. I just noticed those first two movements were here for me, and this third one, the expand, was about going out there, yeah, Uh, reaching out, not physically, just, not only physically, Uh, actually it wasn't physically at all, it was just a sense of me expanding to all the things, and then words, nobility, and sincerity, simple, plain, you know, just so, just this, that's kind of the from that other, those other places, that seemed just the right thing. Grounded, open, and expansive. Just keep it simple. <laughs> or what a simple and... Simple as in uncomplicated, not as in unsophisticated, I suppose. Just simple. Right there, bare to the bone, things like that. And then government's nobility is a chord. And I'm hearing government as my governing of things, not like the government. But there, is, there are those things that flow through the Tao Te Ching. He, there's talk about he had to stay in favor with the powers that be, so he would talk about government and stuff. But you know, this is government with a small g, which may not make a difference. But to me, it, to me, it's the governing of things, my governing of things. So government's nobility is a and so understanding that word came up, I just noticed when I'm wanting to work with things, I really want to understand the things I'm working with and what we're up to and what is the endeavor, you know, what is what are we wanting to achieve, and, you know and it's great because it wasn't a, again, the understanding as a verb an activity, so it didn't have an end point or an aha, I know what to do it's kind of a leaning into for me then endeavors nobility is ability, and alive is what came. I, that was interesting. That one that one actually took a little bit longer than the others. Because <laughs> I was like, what's the what's the word there? And it's alive. It was like, oh, to endeavor. Just to be alive. That seemed that was it for me. And that was where energy started to build up a bit. Ah, alive. And it was a cumulative effect, all those things together. Then, oh, look at the energy here, this aliveness. So then the last one, actions, nobility, is timing. I noticed just getting up and meeting those things and dancing with a partner (laughs) was how it felt. Um, And not the sense of I'm the guy leading. It's like I'm partnering with the dancers and we take turns leading and being led. And all of that, but it just the intimacy of the dance again, a cumulative effect, all those other things building up to that place of everything else being a little more passive and restful and settling supports the stepping up, standing up, dancing. Yeah. So then I had another go with it later on, noticing. Back to the, the physical happenings. So that I, one thing I put in there is like the facial expressions or the stance, the physical posture that, you know, in that email, I put those things to encourage, explore what that is. So back with grounded for me was that right there, settling in. And then open was just leaning my head back in closing my eyes and breathing in. And then, expanding was And that's when the arms go out, just expanding like that. That was the activity that came. And then simple was a smile. (laughs) After breathing out, my arms dropped and just smiling, because that's what was there. Nothing extra, nothing needed to be. applied in that situation Then the understanding the the smile was followed by my head tilting like this and huh being curious and mm, engaging in that way um leaning in not too physically but with my curiosity with my wonder and hmm yeah (laughs) and alive that's again the energy of oh it was interesting oh this is exciting wow what's happening And um, then the dance came. It's like, ah, from that place again. Stand up. Grab a partner. Be grabbed by a partner. Dance along. Find the rhythm of what's happening. Be with it and flow with it that way. And then I had another go at it. (laughs) Just like I said before, not stopping with philosophy or self-referential areas. How many different ways might I experience this... The series of uh, phrases so the next was more physical the other one was a little more subdued physicality and feeling it without getting up too much until the end of the dancing so the next time dwellings nobility is earth grounded I found myself like spreading out onto the ground onto my belly like when uh, Tibetan Buddhists do those full prostrations like all the way out like that that was uh that one and then mind's nobility is empty depth open that was me rolling over onto my back and just (laughs) facing upward to the to the allness of the sky and the space and everything and then expanding or giving's nobility as human humanity expanding i just did the kind of spread eagle thing wasn't satisfying just to stay there on my back in a line. It's like, ah, let me spread out on this great earth, in this great open space, and really stretch and feel it. Um, Words, nobility, is sincerity. Simple. There was a feeling of then sinking more deeply into the place. And upward, not just downward, upward, just sinking more deeply in that place of being. Government's nobility is accord, understanding. That's when the smile came, (laughs) that time. It's like, ah, understanding. I felt like, wow, there's this huge open space I'm leaning into, I'm settled into and expanding into, and now I get to engage in understanding it, meeting it more deeply, yeah? So then Endeavor's nobility is ability, Alive, so that energy came up again, and say, like, "Okay, um it's lying down here has been great, but it's time not to do that anymore. What wants to happen? What's the life that wants to call me that I want to go and um, be called by call forth so then actions, nobility is timing, dance. it wasn't dance this time, right away, it was just stand up. all the other stuff I'd done let me come to the place of, again, cumulatively, it was time now get up and do something. But then the dance came in because I remembered some years ago I uh, worked at a teleconferencing place. We were the hub for all sorts of business meetings that took place over the phone. Um, and there was often lots of downtime. And at one point I just noticed being the person that I am, I often have some kind of music rolling through my head. And I noticed sometimes it was just, it wasn't a song that I knew, it was just some, it was a bass riff, but <laughs> something like that. I just noticed, oh, I've got a theme song. When I walk around the room, it's like, oh, what's my theme song today? And then I would just kind of move, you know, reminds me of the movies from the 70s, like Shaft and... You know, they got the theme going and boom, 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 that kind of stuff. So I actually talked to other people and said, you should, you know, during your downtime, wonder, you know, what's your theme song? What are you moving and walking to today? And that's where the dance came in for this one was um, after just standing up and getting ready to go. It was like, oh, what's the rhythm? What's the music? How shall I go? How shall I move and groove today in this moment? Yeah. So that's where the second or the third go-round, however many go-rounds this was, took me. And that's it so far. I'll keep exploring and see what wants to happen next. But there's something else I noticed in addition to experimenting with the feels and the thoughts and all those sensations and everything else that I've been explaining and exploring. What I noticed is that all of these... These words, each of them, grounded, open, expanding, simple, understanding, alive, dance. That I, it was a really familiar territory that I find often in my life. And it's usually in those times where I've been doing something and then I kind of go, ugh, and I stop and then I drop into this kind of place. It has those qualities. So I'd say it's like, the natural state when I'm not trying to make something of myself or be anything in particular or strive, as this verse is saying. Not striving, just being with what is. It's like that, all of that, that grounded and openness and expansive, engaged, all the things I've been saying. And it was really interesting to notice that it's It's always there in some ways, but I can disconnect from it if I tumble too far into the dance, maybe try to get a hold of something or concoct the next dance rather than follow the rhythm and let it guide me. Anything like that when I'm managing and getting overly wrapped up in things, mostly of my own doing, but when I can be released from that, find the the gap, fall back into a place. It's its a very familiar place with all these qualities. And that was really nice to notice. It's not something I have to do. When I stop, when I just listen, when I drop away, and relax, I fall into a pl- a way of being that I don't have to try to be, I don't have to maintain. I can just notice how I can nourish and support it and not not interfere as much. Or when I am interfering, hopefully catch on sooner than later and <sighs> release it again. Go back to the dwelling or the abiding, really, that is earth, that is grounded. And then let the series roll on from there. And it's usually you know, a really quick rolling on when that gap is found, when the release happens. You might notice something like that for yourself. When you get those moments of, ah, <sighs> that there's some kind of quick that happens within your being that just is like welcome welcome back <laughs> welcome again and ah here we are yeah yeah so that was um, good to connect with and it felt much more satisfying <laughs> to, to to meet this koan this verse in that way and to be met in that way to really explore it, feel it in my body and my mind, and and elsewhere, yeah. So I want to jump up to the first phrase here, because I did a similar thing with the words. Finding a word for each line. Now This one all has to do with water's nobility and being, so just the first three lines. So I want to offer the words that came forward when I just hung out with those, realizing that I'd only dealt with those other uh, seven, but water, which we talked about a lot the other day, had been left out thus far by me. So the first line, I'll read them line by line and then offer the word at the end of each line. Lofty nobility is like water. Wait a minute. Yeah, okay. Lofty nobility is like water. Generous. Water's nobility is to enrich the ten thousand things. Selfless. And yet never strive. Effortless. It just settles through the places people everywhere loathe. Yeah, I think I, I think I did mess up my, <laughs> my, my lines there. So I think it's more like this. Water's nobility is to enrich the 10,000 things. Generous. Yeah, that's right. Generous. And yet never strive. Selfless. It just settles through places people everywhere loathe. Effortless. And those could be all mixed around. That's maybe what the difficulty is. It's hard to just say this line belongs to this word and blah, blah, blah. But those qualities of water, as we were exploring, generous, selfless, and kind of effortlessly doing and being itself, seeping into all things, wearing down obstacles, flowing through channels that are offered, and maybe creating new channels of its own, whether it's obstacle or channel offered, yeah? But all those ways of being, I think I find a similar connection of that's what's naturally here, in me when I'm not trying to be something. I'm not striving, not having ideas of who I should be and how I should be when I fall into the place of that resting in my being. It's generous. And it's not so much about me. It is a selfless place, and it can be an effortless place should I allow myself to be supported and carried along by it. Yeah. So, then I want to jump to the end and um, wrap up (laughs) my talk as well. How appropriate, at the end. (laughs) So when it says, uh, when you never strive, you never go wrong. So when you never strive, again, that place of all the other things unfolding for me were coming from that not striving kind of place. So that's kind of the the summary, the capping of it all. All that happens when I never strive, when I'm not striving. But then, you never go wrong. I thought, hmm, you never go right either. (laughs) And that's the great thing. And it doesn't say you do go right. It's like, when you never strive, you never go wrong. Then my mind said, and I never go right. I just go. That's where I landed. It's just that rising, getting up, joining the dance, walking, finding the rhythm, finding my theme song, and just go, moment by moment, day after day, resting in that open, grounded, expansive place of my being, and then rising, without striving, just go, and go, and go. Yeah. Thank you for listening. For more about Andrew Palmer and his teachings, please visit bowandroar.com and look for him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.